Turn with me again, please, to the Scriptures. Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3, please. We're on Riches of the New Covenant, part 15, is it? Part 15. And every part can be listened separately or individually. But it's all the riches that are in Christ, the riches that we have as believers, the riches of the death of our Lord, the blood that he shed, that everything that we have, our spiritual well-being, our security, our prayer life, our walk with him from eternity past with Luke to eternity coming in the future, everything is wrapped up, enveloped, In the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything. And outside of him. Is nothing. Outside of Christ we are nothing. We would have nothing. And spiritually we can do nothing. We can achieve nothing. We can attain to nothing. But in Christ we have. Great wealth of abundance. And a great bounty. To take from. And we have great security. To live in. And in Christ we have this wonderful salvation. Let's just read a few verses from chapter 3, Colossians 3 verse 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life shall appear... Then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Marvelous, isn't it? It's fantastic. Let's pray. Father, this wonderful salvation, this wonderful redemption, this beautiful Christ, your lovely Son, we ask you, Father, that you would make him more endearing to every heart this morning, that you would cause our hearts to love him more, To love him from the depths, Lord. To love him not just with our lips, but to love him with all that we have, with all that we are. Lord Jesus, we are unashamed this morning to tell you that we love you. That you are our life. In you we live and move and have our being. We thank you for the riches of this new covenant, the new covenant of shed blood, the blood of the everlasting covenant. So this morning, Lord, may we know the the enrichment of God, the enrichment in our lives. May we see the love of our Father toward us. And oh, may we sense the security in the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, hide us, Lord. Hide us. In the cleft of the rock. Hide us. Lord this morning when indignation would come. Hide us. Lord when the trouble would come our way. Hide us Lord. And Lord just hide us until it be overpassed. For you are our king. You are our champion. You Lord Jesus are our covert. From the storm and from the tempest. You're the shadow of a great rock and a weary land. Oh Lord, hide us in thee. 
a blessed wrap of ages. We worship you. And Lord, we trust you. And Lord, we just want to tell you there's no one like you. Jesus, speak to our hearts this morning and encourage your people and instruct us in the way which we should go. Guide us with your eye. We ask it in your name and for your glory. Amen. We've looked at these three verses two weeks ago, I think it was. We broke it last week for we felt the Lord wanted me to change the message on the spot. If you remember, the message last week was change your mind. And we just preached as the Lord gave us it. But this morning, back into this, we always go as the Lord gives us it. We have notes, but you know, uh, we never really bring them all. But this morning, what we want to look at again is in Colossians chapter 3. And again, remarking that it's all in the new covenant. Everything we're bringing is who you are in Christ, what you have in Christ, who you are because of his shed blood. And it brings us closer to understand that even when we pray, that as the scripture says, as we have taught before, your life, you are hid with Christ in God. In God. This morning... You are sitting physically in Donacloni Elam. This morning you're sitting in a, in a seat here uh, and you're singing, you're listening and you're at this point of time in this room. Positionally where you are as a child of God. Positionally in the Lord Jesus Christ you are seated in heavenly places. In other words, as soon as we, as it were, bow our head in prayer, as soon as you and I come in his name, you and I are directly at the throne of grace. You and I are right into that heavenly realm, that spiritual arena. You and I are right there before the throne of the Father and of the Lamb. You and I are right before God. As soon as you Open your mouth in prayer. As soon as you turn your eyes to Christ, as soon as you bring your thoughts into captivity toward him, as soon as you bow or stand, whatever you do, to take that time, you're already, as it were, positionally before the throne of grace through a new and living way which has been consecrated for us. That's who you are. When you pray this morning, you're not praying here and hoping you shout loud enough to reach heaven. You're praying here knowing you're heard in heaven because you're in Christ. You're hid in Christ. The idea here, uh, as we've looked at these three verses, is if you be risen with Christ, speaking to a, a type of people. Who are the type of people? He's speaking here to those who are truly saved, born again of the Spirit, washed in the blood. To those who have come into newness of life, who are new creatures in Christ. And he's saying, if ye be risen with Christ. In other words, now he says, spiritually from the dead you are risen. You're alive unto God. You're alive in Christ. This morning, if ye be risen, he says, then this is who you are. This is what you are. And this is where you are. If ye be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth. On the right hand of God. Here we are in Christ and God. And we're seeking from here to there. Here we have seeking Christ. Seeking heaven. It's all Christ centered. It's like the hymn writer said. Center of glory. The I see wonderful man of Calvary. Here we have seeking Christ. Verse 2. Set your affections on things above. Not on things in the earth. Here seeking heaven And then third, verse 3, 
For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Here is seeking that union, seeking that prayer life, where your prayers are not just bless me and Auntie Aggie and Uncle Sammy and help her help help his big toe stubbed on the radiator and all that sort of stuff. You're entering into a spiritual realm. You're believing that God hears and God answers your prayer. And that as soon as you pray in Jesus' name, you're right at the throne of grace and you are hid with Christ in the heart of God. Remember Christ, the Lord Jesus, he is the very heart of Almighty God. He's the center of glory and he's the very heart of the Father. He's a very centralized being of the Father's heart. Here he is right in the center of the Father's heart. The center of the Father's will. He is right in the center of glory. The Lamb who sits upon the throne of God. Here he is centralized. And so because you and I are in him. Then we are there. So when you're praying. Understand when you bow the head. Understand when you close the eye. Understand when you speak the word. Understand when you cry unto God. You're already at the throne of grace. And you'll find help, you'll find strength, you'll find courage. Now why would I need to teach you this? Because when you're going through a time, whatever that time may be, and when you're up against it and you feel you're weak and helpless, and you feel you're hopeless and you don't know which way to turn, simply where you are, whether you're at home, whether you're in a study, whether you're walking down a road, whether you're at workplace, no matter where you may be, whether you're walking over a field or through a city, it's a matter of saying, Lord Jesus in your very heart, and your heart is directly connected to the heart of the Father. Directly connected to the heart of the Father. For you are in Christ. Your life is hid in Christ. So understand when you're praying. Get the belief, get the mindset, get it into your being that he's your father. And you're his heart because you're in Christ. You are the heart of the father. That's why he loved you so much. That he would give you to his son way in eternity past. The whole being, the whole heart of the father's love was for you. I'm going to look at that tonight. I don't want to go into that too much. The whole being and image of a man is... To be that person that has intelligence and intellect. And God understands that heart. Understands your heart. And you are his heart. Because you are in Christ. So when we're praying. We're not coming as one that beateth the air as Paul says. For you know whenever you beat the air. You get tired of beating nothing for a t- for a while, after a while. You get tired of praying and hearing no answer to your prayer. And seeing no change. But believing who you are in Christ and the heart of God. That I am the heart of God in Christ. You say since I am the heart of God. And God is in me. We are unified in one. Your life is hid with Christ and God. And pray that way. Believe that way. But that should also direct your life Christian. Think about it, believer. That should also direct your life that when you go to wrong areas or places or do wrong things or you, uh, you, you speak wrongly to someone or sharply or about someone, that should convict your heart for you're in the heart of the Father and the Father is in you. Works both ways. 
but understanding who you are in Christ this morning. I want to look this morning at verse 3 or 4 also it says, When Christ who is our life. I think that's beautiful. He's our life. My heartbeat is his heartbeat this morning. Do you know every time, I don't know if you lie sometimes in bed at night, maybe it's only my heart, <laughs> but you lie sometimes in bed at night and you can hear your pulse or your heart beating sometimes. Every beat of your heart, when you're in Christ and he is in you, spiritually speaking, your heart is beating. He is your life. He is your heartbeat. He's saying, I'm here. I'm your heartbeat. I'm everything you are. Spiritually, I'm with you. Boom, 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 boom. And every, sign, every single time, every time your heart beats, that would be a sign that spiritually speaking, you are in the heart of the Father and he is in your heart. Notice this. I want to look at a couple of words that I used or verses I used before to try and strengthen something. Turn with me to... Um, the book of Ephesians, please. Ephesians um, chapter 1. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Ephesians chapter 1. And let's read just a few verses. Verse 7. Speaking of the Lord Jesus, we're accepted in the beloved. That's the first one we've done today is H's hid with Christ and God. We're doing it alphabetically. And A was accepted in the beloved. Look at this in verse uh, 7. In whom, that is in the Lord Jesus Christ. You're in him. In whom. You have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Now I notice that. The word according. I'm sure you, some of you will remember this. I hope you will. For this will help you again when you're going through something. You have redemption. You're redeemed. You're bought back. Through the blood of Christ, not through what you've done or what you can give or who you are. You're bought back with the blood of Christ. You are bought with a great price. In other words, you were so valuable. The value of you, who you are, was so great it took the blood of Jesus. So that's how valuable you are to the Lord this morning. That's how valuable you are to your Father's heart. So there's no one in here who is bought with precious blood should ever have the thought or the idea that you're worthless. You're worth more than all of this world could give. You're worth more than all of this world. No matter how young you were, teenager, young person, to the older people, you are worth more than all of the silver and the gold and the diamonds and all the precious stones and all the bonds in the banks and all the money that it has and all the government revenue and all the, all the things that you could add together, the oil and the minerals and the gas, all put together on planet earth. You yourself are worth more to God. You are not worthless, but you are full of worth. Full of worth. God thought so much of you. God thought so much of you despite how you feel. Stay with me now. Despite how you feel, despite what you're thinking, despite what you've been told, despite what you've come through, you are full of worth this morning that God would come to die for you. Leave this morning saying I'm full of worth. Father, you think much of me. 
my life has hidden you. You think much of me. You think thought that much of me. You came yourself to die. The person of your son. Notice this. Understand your worth. In verse 7 it says, In whom in Christ we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Now, we've looked at this before, but briefly. The word according is a big, big changer here. If you can get this word according into your, into your heart, it'll change how you think the Father thinks about you. It'll change how you feel when you let the Lord down. We all let the Lord down. Every one of us. Every day. Takes grace. Now here we have. We are redeemed. We're bought with a price. Through the blood of Jesus. We have the forgiveness of our sins. And what is it? According to the riches of his grace. The word according is the word kata. It means by the dominance. By the control. By the authority, by the power of the riches of the grace of God. And when you and I get to the place and the point. Now you know I believe in right living. So let's put that straight once and for all. Let's put that right in place. Living a life before God. Living a righteous life. Living a holy life. I believe that. I believe in living a passionate life. Loving Christ. But here the idea is when you and I fail and fall, we think, Lord, I can never come before you again. I haven't prayed all day. You know one of those ones? And the devil likes to make you feel guilty. And I'm advocating that you do pray. Or you come and you say, Lord, I don't know what to do next because, Lord, I have sinned before you. I said something wrong. Just go and put it right. And you feel that... That condemnation that comes that you're not right with God and you can't do it and you never come before him again because you've let him down too much and you're just worthless and useless. Now that's a, a downright lie from the devil. If you're a child of God, you're not in condemnation for Christ has bought you. You are worth more than this world can afford. You are his. Now listen to this. The word according Kata, the means by their dominance when you come to God and say, Lord, I went wrong here. I've sinned. Will you forgive me? You're forgiven. Get up and go on with God. Move on with him. The word here gives the idea that we are redeemed and we're kept by God according. According to that is the forgiveness of our sins is according to the riches of his grace and ours, with the dominance of God's grace, the control of God's grace, the authority of God's grace, the power of God's grace, the extent of God's grace, overcomes you and me. Overcomes your failures, overcomes your faults, overcomes your sin, because Jesus has paid the price once and for all. Every sin was paid for, past, present and future. And now living in the grace of God, God is saying, get up and move on. I love you. Can you get that this morning? Take that in this morning. Let me look at this word again. Go with me please to Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4. And let your eye just run down to one verse. Um, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 32. 
Be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Even as is the same word kata. See how God's dominance of forgiveness is on you. Then be kind one to another, love one another, forgive that brother, forgive that sister. They come to you and say, look, we'll put this right, put it right, forget it, move on. Put it right. Forget it and move on. Let's go to another verse quickly and briefly. Or another uh, portion, please. Go to Matthew chapter 9. just want to strengthen this word. Matthew chapter 9. Now in this, from verse 27, we have the two blind men follow the Lord, crying, Jesus, son of, or son of David, have mercy on us. Verse 20 it says, And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Notice what he says. It says, Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith be it unto you. According to your faith. Jesus says, Do you believe me when you come to me? Think about it, brother. Come on, think about it, sister. Do you believe him? I believe in him, but do you believe him? And these two men came and said, yes, we believe you can do this. And they wouldn't have come if they hadn't have thought he would do it. They believed he could do it, and he would do it. And notice what it says, according to your faith, be it unto you. Again, the word according is kata. By the dominance, by the authority, by the control of your faith, be it unto you. That's the idea of it. Now, when we go back to being hidden in Christ and God, our lives are hidden in Christ with God. Let's go back again to uh, our reading, the Colossians. That's just to try and show you the strength of that word. You should be able to now, look, if you can't, if you can't get it into an eye, get a CD, download it online. Do, they're all free, you can get one. So don't, there's no excuse for people not being able to listen and understand them. So when you're praying, You're praying in Jesus' name. When you're praying, you're believing you're at the throne of grace. When you're praying, it's according to your faith that will be done unto you. You're praying and you're believing that God hears, answers prayer. And God will do it. Okay, let's go to Colossians then, chapter uh, 3 again, please. Um, Verse 3. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Now in verse 1, you're risen. In verse 3, you're dead. It's not a conflict. It's you're dead to all other things. Dead to things that would hold you back. Dead to the world. Dead to the sins of the world. Dead to living in sin. Dead to, to the things that would, that, that would cause the Lord's name to be denigrated. Dead to the things that would offend our Lord. You're dead to those things, so you don't live in those things. You don't walk, walk in those things. You don't adapt those things to your life. You are risen with Christ. You're hid with Christ in God, and so you live a godly life. You live a godly life. Now, notice this. Verse 3, for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. See the term in God. In God. If you were to look it up and it's in, a, 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 in the original Greek, the term in God gives the idea. It asserts that there is a, a union 
that Christ had with the Father. There was a union that he had with his Father that that union was one. They were one. The union was an unbreakable union as it were. So the union that God, Christ had with his Father emphasizes that we are in Christ, we are hid in him, in God, and emphasizes the union. Notice this, that you have in the Father. The union that you have in him. You have a union. Talk about being in the union. You want to be in this union, never mind the other union. See, when the old boss is giving you a hustle, say, I'm going to the union. <laughs> I'm not going to that union, I'm going to the God, I'm going to my own union. Here is a union. You are in him. And this union speaks of when you're praying, you're praying as it were through Jesus, that Jesus himself is your great high priest, your life is hidden in him. All that you have, all that you are, all you can do, all that you become is hid in him. Devil's attacking you. Can't find you. Can't do anything to you. Because you're in him. You're in him. You're his. Let me look at one more thing. And we'll round this up. The word hid. For ye are dead, your life is hid with Christ in God. See the word hid. And I'll do this quickly just instead of going through it. So as we move on to a God willing a different one next week. See the word hid here. It's the word crypto. And it means to hide, to conceal, to escape notice, to keep secret. It means to hide, conceal, escape notice, to keep secret. Your life is concealed in Christ. Your life is hid in the Father. And all things that come on our life escapes notice of us. You are covered in his wings or by his wings. That's the idea. You are covered. You are hidden. I remember when I was a wee boy walking up the shore road in Belfast. i never forget it. I don't know why certain things stick in your mind. But my mum was a wee small woman. Very short. I remember walking up and she had a long sort of a coat on her. And I remember her saying to me, called me Kenneth, Kenneth, did you not bring a coat, son? I says, no, we're going up to this shop up the road. And lo and behold, says, there's the rain coming on. And the rain just started pelting down. My mom just done this with her coat, opened her coat up. And she just put it right round my whole head, right round my body. Only my feet were out the bottom. And she walked up getting soaked, covering me like this with her coat. Up the, up the Fannin's Fruit and Vegetable Shop. And you'd remember that new tea horror, wouldn't you? Up to the Fruit and Vegetable Shop, covered in her coat. And I got up and I was, my hair was dry and a wee shirt, remember, remember as clear as anything, it was dry. My trousers, except for the bottom, trousers were dry, and there was my mum, all soaking. 
And she says, Mom will go and get you. She never even said anything. Just got on with it. I stuck in my mind. I don't know why, but that's stuck in my mind. I'll tell you something. See, when you're in Christ, you're hidden God. Our Father covers us. The storms come and the rain comes and the wind comes. He takes, as it were, his big coat. He wraps it around us and he says, It's okay, I'll take it for you. I can take the brunt. Just you walk with me. Be wonderful. That's who you are this morning. That's who you are in Christ this morning. Hide me, Lord. The word hide is used, strengthened when the Lord talks about the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in a field. In other words, nobody knew, escaped notice, nobody knew this treasure was there. Nobody would recognize this treasure was there. It talks about the man who goes and finds it and sells all that he has and buys the whole field to get the treasure. And there's kingdom teaching in that, and I can't do that this morning. Time's gone. I'll do, I'll do that in one morning maybe sometime and teach you the kingdom message of it, the whole teaching of it. But here the seed that was sown, the children of the kingdom in the earth, and the man who sowed it was the father, or the son of man if you want. And we're told nobody knows that they're in the earth. But the man comes and finds them and gives all that he has to get them. And that's what the father has done. The father sent the son, the son gave all, gave his life, gave his blood, bled and died for you and me. And nobody knows who else, those teenagers that came to the Lord at the weekend. And those of you who have got saved over the years here and myself and others down through other years. And we didn't know we'd get saved. And you look at people and you think, oh, they'd never get saved. Who, how could the Lord save that? How did the Lord save him? How did the Lord save her? How did the Lord save me? Just, no one knew you were going to get saved. Neither did I. But you know something? He did. He did. When eternity passed, he knew me, yet he loved me. <laughs> and he did. His plan and purpose will not be thwarted because there's another verse that says, according to the pleasure of his own will. According to the plan, according to that dominance, according to that authority and that power of the will of God from eternity past. Don't ask me why, but he loved me. I don't know why. I'm trying to work it out, but I can't. He loved you. And he sent us some, a treasure in the earth. Gather up his elect children. Fantastic. Absolutely amazing. That's who you are this morning when you're blood washed, when you're blood bought. God bless his word. Your life is hid with Christ and God this morning. And remember when you're praying, as soon as you go to pray, Father, just you have it that you're right in the very throne room in the heart of the God. And just pray like that. I have your heart. I have your attention. You love me. You love me, Lord. Isn't that fantastic? That he loves me. Jesus loves me. We're saying this. He loves you. You're his heartbeat this morning. So hear his when you're praying and when you're worshiping. God bless his word. Thank you for your attention. We're going to wrap up. We're going to go home.